Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I am joined by my co-host tonight, Southern Flame, Don McIntyre, in the building, not in my building, in her own building. Hi. And then we're hanging out with Alana Weaver with uh, from 570 Press. How are both of you ladies doing tonight? Fantastic. I'm doing pretty well. That's good. I'm excited you're here, and I, I noticed so. 570 Press, that is a, is that just online or is that also like a magazine? Um, well, currently we are only online. Um, we're looking into eventually going into a magazine, but as of right now, it's more cost efficient to stay online because people unfortunately don't really buy print too much anymore. And that's the sad reality of it. I know. I miss print so much. Like I miss being I like in the nineties and getting like a magazine. Even if I wasn't interested in the magazine, I'd pick it up and look at it anyways. And that's what exactly. drew, that's what drew people to watching or to, to, reading it and being online you have to search for it right right exactly you know i just recently picked up um a hit parader from 1997 at an auction and i was like you know what this this is a piece of history i have to have this yeah absolutely i love novelty like anything like from the 90s if it's there i will pick it up so give us a little bit about like in a nutshell before we dive into it more what is five five uh yeah, five seven. Sorry, a little dyslexic. I think right now. What <laughs> is okay. what is five seven zero press all about? What do you do? Um, well, we're all about supporting local and national bands. Um, we're based here in the heart of Pennsylvania. Um, 
So, you know, we have a pretty big music scene. Um, it's mostly like rock and punk rock and metal. So we were just really into giving bands that may not have a chance to be featured in like alt press or anything like that, you know, kind of an outlet that they could have. Um, so we're really all about that. We have been fortunate enough to feature some national artists. Um, and, you know, we just want to give everybody a fair shot. We feature businesses, artists, pho- uh, photographers, the whole nine yards. So pretty much anybody who has any kind of art form can come to us. And we, nine times out of ten, will support them. I have an art form. <laughs> so I, I have an art. so would, would, you, would you do hip-hop artists? Or have you done hip hop artists or country artists, or is it just mostly rock and and just rock genre blanketed? Well, a lot of the genres we get submitted are rock and metal, but we have had some country, we have had some hip hop artists. Um, you know, I I like rock and hip hop personally. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of country, but I still respect people that uh, do country music, so I always give them a shot on you know, our page, and I always give them a fair and honest review, and they know going into it that I'm not a big country fan, but, you know, I'm, I'm got, supposed to be fair with them. If someone comes on with a country, kind of like, you know, you're my favorite country band I've ever had on here. Don, do you have any input on that? I did, well, I had a question I was going to ask. Um, I seen that you were doing something called The Big Break, and yes. I was wondering if you wanted to elaborate on that, because that caught my attention. Well, we were involved in this event called The Big Break. And what The Big Break is, is um, it was originally based in Colorado. um, And a a gentleman by the name of uh, Eyal, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher his last name. So so his name is Eyal, and he contacted me. I was originally supposed to be a sponsor, um, but, you know, with the pandemic and everything, I didn't really have the means to do that. So we just ended up, we're going to do some promotion for him and everything. And what he's doing is he, um, he's going to have bands enter in online and, um, you know, there's going to be, I think three rounds and they have to submit a homemade music video. Once they do that, then it goes into another round. And then it eventually culminates in a battle at the band's live event, which is judged by Josh Balls of Motionless and White and Aaron Brock from Breaking Benjamin. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Strange and unusual. Um, So, what is it like working with those guys? Have you talked to them much yet? And um, Um, they're judges, right? Yeah, yeah, they're judges. So, um, I I have met Aaron a couple of times at a show um, as kind of like the the person who's just like promoting it, like on Five Seven Zero Press. I haven't talked to them much, but I was fortunate enough. I did get to feature Josh on my podcast a couple years back because he lives um his business is not too far from my house so yeah. um we were up there and i, I got to meet- a horror film plan so i knew that yeah. you probably <laughs> in there oh yeah of course <laughs> and um the gentleman who played eddie munster was at his shop so i got to meet him at the same time and um i got to feature josh and josh is a really awesome dude he does so much for the local scene and he's super super involved that's fantastic that's awesome you also, you also have a podcast then yeah, I'm su- I'm sweating now. <laughs> I'm like, shit, <laughs> over. Goodbye. Jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the girlfriend episode. I, I loved it. I watched it. It was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a new little offshoot me and my cousin started doing. Because um, obviously we love horror. I mean, I have a whole yeah. tattoo sleeve, so. <laughs> you know, being, being in, in press and having an online presence, interviewing bands, you kind of also have to have a podcast. Because it's oh, going to yeah. drive people to, and vice versa, you're going to drive people to both uh both avenues doing what you do now you did say that i read anyways that it started kind of on accident uh yeah. that wasn't really the plan you were going uh with when you started 570 press so talk about that a little bit how how did you accidentally start uh 570 press <laughs> um it's a really funny story um i am a lot younger than i look i'm only 22 years old i graduated college in 2019 um two years early so um, I was fresh out of college. I was about to intern at a local radio station. I was a music major. So um, in my area, there's not many careers as a music major. You're working in a radio station or you're doing video production and there's no in between. Mm-hmm. So um, I was approached by an acquaintance of mine and he said to me, hey, do you want to start a, a media magazine? And I was like, no, like I'm, I, I am not a people person. Like <laughs> I, I worked in, I, I worked in retail for seven years. I, I don't like people. Okay, <laughs> um, as terrible as that sounds, like I love no people. No good for you. Yeah. Um. So I said to him, no. So he contacts me about a week later, and he says, I have this band for you, and it's a band from here in Pennsylvania called Blind Choice. Check them out. Shout out to them. They're an aw- they're awesome dudes. And he says to me, well, I want you I want you to try. I want you to interview this band. And I said, hell no, at first. <laughs> um, so he sent me one of their records, and I listened to it in my car. I was on my way to work, and I was like, okay, I'm really digging these dudes. So I, I called the guy, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Tell them I'll do the interview. So I'm sitting in my mom's living room with barely any light on me and all this noise in the background. And I'm like trying to talk to these guys. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but once I, I like finished the pot, but once I finished this interview, I was like, you know what? This could be something I, I like to do. I, I'm going to give this a shot. And then that's how it started. So, so, okay, so journalism and, and interviewing people on, like, a podcast platform is quite different, right? Because I, I would be I'm a, I would be a horrible, horrible journalist. In fact, you know how when you're on YouTube or on, like, your podcast where you got to put, like, what's, what, what, you, what the band's about? Yeah. I literally go to, like, their about page, and I copy <laughs> it, and then I, and then I give author credit to whoever that – whoever <laughs> – like the website that I found it on. Yeah. yeah. I'm a whole, you know, I think it was much better in my like early 20s though. And it's like speaking another language. I'm 38 now. You just kind of lose it over the years. And I'm just like, I don't even know what to say. So I'm like, oh, that's really good. I, I could not think of those things. What do you prefer? Do you prefer writing or do you prefer interviews like this? Um, Honestly, it's a little bit of both. Um, I've been writing since I'm like 13 years old. I used to write stories and for everybody listening or watching i'm sure there's only a select few people who are going to know about this so i'm about to expose myself but there was a time when you could go to a certain section of youtube and they had all these stories but they were written in the description box so it would be a video of nothing and then just a bunch of writing in the description box i was one of the yeah. psychopaths who not only read those stories but i wrote them too <laughs> so um, people, yeah. well if you're into if you're into writing them you're probably going to be into reading them that's only right. gonna that's only gonna better your um understanding or your knowledge of what to write about right i'm right. one of those that i'm like 
like Sam, my producer always says, hey, I just want the footprints. Just give me the, the clip notes. Give me the clip notes, and I'll go. I was one of those though in high school when we had to write the book reports. I wrote like the first chapter, the end of the book, and I just kind of fill. I would like kind of skim through and fill in. I always got like a B though. I was I was always good. I always got a B. I faked it till yeah. I, I graduated. So right, <laughs> hey, exactly. You know, I've I've always loved writing, but I think the one thing I like more is I like to meet bands and I like to connect with mm-hmm. bands because I feel like you know it. You know, as a teenager growing up, I idolized bands like, you know, Pierce the Veil and Nirvana and, you know, Bring Me the Horizon. And yeah. they always felt so far out of reach. I mean, clearly Nirvana was out of reach because, you know, they're sure. not running back Kurt. But but, right. you, but you get my point. Like, they always felt so far out of reach. So when I started interviewing the bands, I was like, you know what? These bands aren't so far out of reach. You know, like, mm-hmm. I... You know, th- this is something that I love because I used to watch all kinds of band interviews on YouTube all the time and I'd be like, Yo, that's so cool. Like, I wish I had, you know, the the audacity to do that. And now that I do, I'm like, you know what? I like writing, but I kind of like this a little bit better. And yeah, so the same way. I was surprised when Sebastian asked me to be on the show. Uh, it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, but I'm not really a people person. But let's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, you know, after seven years in retail, I am bitter. <laughs> I was thinking of something funny to say and I was like well I couldn't really come up with something like I'm not that uh I'm not that witty I, but I wish I was I wish I was I was thinking of something funny and and I was laughing in advance like I was already laughing at something I was going to say and I couldn't figure out what I was going to say so I just didn't say it I just didn't say it I've been there. I'm just, I'm just horrible at this, you know. I just kind of, I just make, I just make stuff up. I want to go back to your first interview, though. So those noise in the background, you still loved it, though, and you found a passion for it, right? From the very right. first interview. So what was some of your, I, what was your nervousness or hesitancy besides not being a people person? Were you scared that you were going to ask the right questions? Like, did you prepare for it, or did you just kind of wing it? Um. I was actually really unprepared because I did not know when the interview was. The guy kind of just sprung it out um, on me. And I I always, I just told this story to the band recently too. And they found it hilarious. I find it hilarious. Um, I was in the grocery store with my best friend and I was looking at animal crackers and the guy texted me and he's like, yeah, the band's ready. And I was like, oh shit. And I got in my car. I got in my car. I drove home. I came in the door. I was like, hey, mom, I'm doing a podcast to be quiet. And then my cats like decided to like start fighting with each other. And it was just a whole big mess. But I think it was more that I was unprepared because, you know, I had grew, I'd grown up watching these interviews like with Dan Rather and, you know, dare I say, Brian stars. I mean, unfortunately (laughs) I was one of those kids, but um, you know, and I thought, okay, well, if they can do it, so can I. But then like, once they got on, I was kind of like, okay, what do I do? <laughs> like, I have no questions prepared. I was, I was just in the grocery store looking at friggin' animal crackers. Like, That's how you started. That's how you start the show. Hey, guys, sorry. I was in the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Do you not find it more comforting now seeing that, okay, I can, they're so idolized on media. Um, once you start talking to them and, Okay, fuck. They're just normal people like I am, kind of. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> cars. Uh, I'm not going to fake it and call myself normal, but you know what I mean? They're, just, right. they're people. Right. And you're like, exactly. Oh, yeah. Bad, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, every, every person I've met who's, you know, rather idolized, you know, be it Josh Balls, or I was very lucky to meet all of Saving Able, and I got a in-person interview with them. I was like, you know what? They're just regular dudes. Like yeah. this yeah. isn't like the, like this isn't so bad. I was like, they're like you know like I'm a human being. They're a human being. We're here talking about the exact same thing. We have the exact same goals in mind. You know, we're in the same field. You know, we're not that different. We actually interviewed Saving Able, and we fucking failed. <laughs> we didn't fail we didn't the, 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 the questions were good we just never did an in-person interview before so we had like too many microphones we were in nashville like, yeah. outside of, like inside this uh convention center with all these people walking around us and like the questions were good you just couldn't um you couldn't hear don was there didn't even know she was in the video and then oh, we yeah. handed her the microphone <laughs> I mean, if it's any help, when I interviewed them, we were up in this green room in a venue here in PA, and I was filming from an iPad, and we didn't have microphones with us at the time, because I only just got, like, portable microphones, and I didn't test them yet, and my friend was standing there, and she was, she was like, reading the questions off her phone, and I was just like, yeah, this is good, and then somebody commented <laughs> on something, I was like, just blurt the comments out, I was like, you know what, these poor men. <laughs> well, I guess they're used to do. I guess they didn't say too much. We used to do shitty uh, interviews. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sports about it. They we had a great time. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. It was fun. Those guys were super cool. I'm happy that we're not the only ones who kind of. I mean, I think ours was pretty bad. At least you can probably hear what you were saying on yours. Where we could, but that's okay. You know, it's fun. We had fun. It was a learning experience. Um, oh yeah, for, for the show, and that's really. Uh, that's really all that matters. Now, I got a question, though. When you first started uh, podcasting, did you have a bunch of unnecessary equipment? Like, no. uh, like, oh, I did. I had a bunch of unnecessary equipment. No. Um, <laughs> um, at the time, all I had was an iPhone 6S camera. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was hoping and praying on some days that it would work. I only recently got this lighting and microphone set up and portable mics and cameras and the whole nine yards. But that was only after I really started taking it seriously. Cause like I said, you know, in the first interview, I was like, you know, it, it wasn't something I wanted to do until I did it. Uh-huh. So then I was like, okay, this, this is serious. Like I got to start putting some money into this. Yeah, that's that is so awesome. I read that you somebody asked you what your favorite interview was, and do you remember what the what you? I don't remember what you said. I didn't write that part down. I just wrote that someone asked you that. Uh, it was on your bio on your page. Uh, do you remember who that band was? Um, I don't remember. But honestly, if I if I had to pick right now, I'm probably going to have to say it would definitely. Definitely be um, a band called Only the Strong from. Uh, I think I think they're from Manitoba or okay. is it Alberta? I, I don't. I, I know it's a province in Canada, but um, yeah, they were awesome, and the music is incredible. And I also had the privilege of meeting um, Eddie Reyes, formerly of Taking Back Sunday. So that oh, interview cool. is pretty up there too. Yeah, that one's pretty up there. Because what I was going to say about that, I, I, I don't think that was the band it could have been, but I would say that it's when someone, if someone asked me that question, I would be like, 
it's probably going to change in the future anyway yeah. because you interview more bands and different interviews change. But also, I would be scared to answer that question. I'd be like, because there's some people that have really good interviews, but I don't know them, and some bands are just okay, but I really like the people. And I'm exactly. like, man, that'd be kind of a tough, that'd be t- kind of a tough one to uh, to respond to. So when, you re- when, when I read that you had said that, I was like, man, you know what? I need to up, up my game a little bit. Maybe I just go out there and be like, this is my favorite band. No, I'm just yeah. yeah, exactly. So you got now you got your degree in audio engineering, and that was kind of the path you were following. Yeah. Um before you start. So what so your plan was was it to be a, a radio DJ or what what do you call people? What do you call those jockeys or what what are they called? Radio DJs? Uh, video yeah, jockeys, yeah. radio DJs? Uh I don't, I don't know. know. Video killed the radio know. star. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. DJs, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. D- just like a radio DJ. Um, what advice would you give to people just starting out that does not have a clue or a degree when they're trying to get started um, in this kind of business or just as a hobby? Um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Um, and don't be afraid, you know, if it's something you don't want to do, try it because Mm. you may end up falling in love with it. Um, you know, and you don't have to make it into a career. You could just make it into a side hustle. You could do it into a hobby, but there's nothing like sitting and talking with people and hearing their stories. And then you're kind of like, wow, this is like, this is so cool. Like you trust me enough to tell me your story. Like, this is so Mm. cool. Yeah. Um, There's a big difference between the stage personas and who they actually are. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, you know, to anybody just starting out, I would say, you know, don't, don't get discouraged, you know, and don't, do not try and feature, you know, national bands when you're just starting out because you want to start somewhere. um, But you don't want to jump right into national bands because it can be very, very overwhelming Um, because some, some national bands now, a lot of them I've met are really cool, but some of them can be assholes Mm -hmm. and you you just kind of want to surround yourself with good people and kind of get a feel for it. Even, you know, watch interviews with Dan Rather as cringy as it is, watch Brian stars, you know, watch, um, Loudwire with uh, Graham, you know, just and don't be afraid to be an asshole back. (laughs) Exactly. 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 You know, I mean, I mean, and if you're doing like a, a virtual interview, the chances of you ever seeing those people if you're an asshole back to them are slim. So I mean, yeah, just you know, just stand your ground. Yeah, you know that that is that's good advice. Do other and I, and I you know, do other. I'll just I'll go with this one. Do other podcasters or people that want to start podcasts come up to you? and ask you questions about how you started. And do you know people that have asked you that want to start that have just never taken that, that jump to actually go ahead and put their face out there? Mm-hmm. Um, as shocking as this is going to be, I don't get that that often. Um, but my cousin did want to start her own podcast and that's how Ghoul Friends came to be. Um, she kind of, you know, didn't really know what route she wanted to go. She wanted to, be involved with the horror genre, but she wanted to do a podcast. And I was like, okay, so here's what you have to do. You know, I'll, I'll co-host it with you. Um, but I, I did have another person, um, ask me, you know, some advice to start a podcast. I don't know what they ever did with it. I never really saw a podcast come out of that, but it, it happens less often than I expected it would. Like, Mm -hmm. like I thought somebody would stop me in the street corner and be like, 
hey, can we take a selfie? But that that has not happened to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what, no one took a picture of me, but somebody did recognize me at Seven Eleven. Cause I, and yeah. I was, that one time, it happened one time. And all they said was, hey, aren't you that guy with that podcast interviews bands? And I was like, yeah, they're like, cool, man. I said, here's a sticker. I had a sticker in my car. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> see that, happens, that happens to me at shows more than it happens like in the general public. Uh-huh. Like I'll be at a show and some random stranger just comes up to me. They're like, hey, aren't you that girl that runs 570 Press? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that that's so cool that you're able to have both outlets. Like when I first when I first started, um, I didn't do any research, and I just now started listening to some talk shows. Now that I kind of got my own thing, it's been a year. I listen to like Howard Stern a little bit because I think he's kind of a cool interviewer. I don't yeah. really, he's kind of a weird dude, but he's 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 good at what he does, you know. So I'm like, hell, uh, I, and and he's so he flows so well. And I haven't seen any of your episodes yet, but uh, this week I'm gonna while I'm at work. I'm gonna go ahead and watch. Are you on YouTube as well? Yeah, YouTube, Twitch. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go watch them and kind of check it out because I'm very curious to see how how your show goes. It's exciting. It's exciting to start something new. And I want to talk about how you got involved with Ricky Wells. Now he is a business partner of yours, correct? Um, he was. He is not anymore. Oh, he's not anymore. Okay, no. okay, okay. No. I didn't know. I didn't, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, no. So you still have business partners though, right? In five seven zero. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I do is, have two other business partners. Okay, and ones are they all journalists? Both yeah, um, journalists. Yeah. Um, so my cousin is one of them, uh, Jamie Weaver, and then I have super awesome columnist, journalist, whatever you like to call him, and his name is Ray Mione. Um, he just joined us in February this year. Um, but the two of them are really my business partners. We kind of, you know, convene, and then we have um, a girl by the name of Emmy. She kind of does like our pictures and all that fun stuff for us. So. We work together as one unit. <laughs> is there any kind of band or is there bands that you would turn down? Do you listen to the music first to make sure that they're appropriate for your show or make sure that you want to interview them? Or is it kind of like they reach out to you, you're going to give them a shot? If they reach out to me, I'm going to give them a shot. Okay. Um, honestly, regardless, you know, if I like their recent album, regardless if I like their genre, if they want a space to come and talk about their music, I, I will give it to them. How often are your shows, and uh, also before I forget, because I will forget if I don't ask, how often are your shows, and do you, like, get blown up by, like, hundreds of bands all the time wanting a spot? Um, yes. Yeah. So isn't that hard to kind of go through? But Okay, but let's go back to the first one. How often, <laughs> how often are your shows? Um, our music chat is once monthly. Okay. Oh, and wow. Our goal, and our Goal Friends podcast is biweekly. Um, okay, and that's, so only because that's only that's only because uh, girl, uh, girl friends is new. Um, we're trying to bring the music uh, chat back to like three or four a week because we did have three or four a week, but it was just kind of easier for us to manage our personal lives on top mm-hmm. of the page and work and everything if we did it once monthly. Um, but I feel as that. of <laughs> yeah, but as of now, we have two coming up like within a week of each other, so I think that'll kind of be a little push we need to get back into doing that as often as we were okay and i saw i saw four categories on your website you have music reviews uh you have music reviews artists and bands show reviews and interviews so music reviews is that just hearing somebody's new song and giving your own personal kind of opinion or take on on the music and yeah um 
you know, I, and this is why I love having Ray as one of my journalists. He is very to the point. Like he, he can listen to a record and pick out what he likes, what he dislikes done. Me, I'm like, I'm like sitting here. I'm like going track by track. I'm like, okay, in track one, here's what I like. Okay. In track two, here's what I don't like. And it, it's like a nice, even balance because he's shortened to the point And I'm just like over the top, like in detail. That's awesome. And then as an artist and bands, uh, what's, what, what's that about? What's the artists and bands part of the website? Um, artists and bands is basically like press releases, okay. um, events that we, uh, that would be coming up, um, pretty much just anything that they need help promoting that we can promote. Like if you come to me tonight and you tell me you have an event tomorrow, it's definitely not getting on the website, but like <laughs> if you give me enough time to get it on the website and do a press release, it'll be on the website. Okay, and then interviews, obviously. Is, uh, do you, do you, now, when you interview a band, do you also write out all the questions and answers uh, for your website, or is that just stay with audio, video? Um, I used to write them out. I wrote them out for two bands, and it's very tough to do. So sometimes we have submissions that the artist is not comfortable doing a phone interview or an audio video interview, so we do it via email. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. you just email back and forth. You yeah. know, so, somebody asked me, somebody wants to email me a questionnaire from some magazine, I forgot what they're called. And I was like, sure. Honestly, though, I don't want to take the time to write it out. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, talk to me in person because I don't feel like sitting there and thinking about it and trying to, I'm going to overthink it and it's going to be quite, yeah. not, not, it won't be as fun for me to do anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and you got to have fun and enjoy it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I I prefer the audio video interviews, but I'm not opposed to the email interviews, right. and that's be- that's because you know a lot of times I'm already familiar with the band and I already know what I want to ask them, so I just have like a general like consensus that I go off of. I'm like, okay, I want to ask them this, I want to ask them that, and I go through older email interviews that I had already done, and I'm like, okay, that was a good question. Let me pull that out. Yeah, that I think I think it's super neat. Don, did you have any um, questions that you wanted to go in before we kind of get over the stage? To any last things that you wanted to? I know I put I, I put my co-host on the spot like that. Any last questions? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> That's what I no. I, I'm actually just wanted to state how proud I am of you for just jumping in there, and you're at such a young age to do so. Yeah, oh, um, thank you. And you're so successful and just so the motivation and drive that you have is impeccable. I just did a little bit of reading up on you and was like, wow, this chick is awesome. So, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and my my mom always says, you know, you you know, God helps those who help themselves. So you have to, you know, you have to want it. You know, it's not, it's not just going to come knocking down your door. You got to go out and get it. Right. Yeah, you can't just wait for something to happen. You really got to put put yourself out there, and you've done that. And it, it, you know, I don't know if I could have done it at such a young age. Um, well, also, I'm a, I'm a dude, and I was very immature when I was like 22. <laughs> I still am immature. I mean, no, I mean, no. yeah, I mean, I mean, me too. We have a great time. Yeah, I do. I do have a fun time. A little immature, but I do have a I do have a pretty fun time being immature and being on the show. And I also love podcasting, but I do want to give the floor to you to talk about anything that you maybe 
wanted to say or questions we didn't ask for coming up at the 30 minute mark. Oh, it's already been 30 minutes. I, like literally, it's already been 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, you're like 20 seconds over. <laughs> well, I know we go over a little 30 minutes. I don't like to go too much over 30 minutes. But what is something that we didn't ask that maybe you had planned on talking about? Obviously, it wasn't Ricky Wells. My bad. But anything else that you may want to bring up um, that we didn't go over? Um, yeah, so this Friday night at 8 p.m., we have an interview with um, the former vocalist of pop punk band O Weatherly, who is now known as Daisy Face. And September 5th, we also have a podcast coming up with Oliver Baxter from Broadside. Um, they were made famous on like the Warp Tour scene. So um, I, I got to meet them back in 2018. They signed my cigarette pack. I don't think they ever forgot that because they said they've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really excited to bring that up and see if he remembers that he probably he probably won't but I do have a final question though has there any has there been any band that you have been nervous uh to interview before they got on camera with you um yeah honestly I think the only one I've ever really been nervous to interview was when I was talking with um, Eddie Reyes from Taking Back Sunday. And that's because he was such a crucial member of Taking Back Sunday. And like, I have an older brother. So I grew up with listening to like that whole pop punk thing, like yeah. Good Charlotte, Finger 11, Taking Back Sunday. So like, to me, I was like, holy shit like this guy's actually gonna talk to me like he, wait is he out of his mind what's that what's that, what's that song cute without the e yeah. <laughs> yeah i used to love taking back Sunday. i mean i still love taking back sunday yeah nah, i used to that was an awesome man dude that's so crazy because you don't how, how you're in your early 20s right i am 22 yes i'll be 20 yeah. in november you don't really find a lot of Early twenty, like early twenty year olds that really even know Taking Back Sunday is, or like, like you really, you really, you really don't. Yeah, I'm happy you had an older brother. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So AJ, if you're watching, thank you because I would have never, you know, like, and Simple Plan, like, I they are still like my bucket list. I have to have them on my podcast one day. It will happen. Just saying. Yeah, Simple Plan would be cool. We had a Bowling for Soup on, and I about threw up before that. You got butterflies. I don't know. You know what? That was the first big band I interviewed. Oh. And I was like, what do I ask? Them? I just like ask about like these little local bands questions. I'm like, what, what am I going to say? Like, oh, when did you start your band? Oh, yeah, I don't know. The one question that I've always had, and I will ask Bowling for Soup one day when I have them on my podcast, are they Bowling to earn soup or on behalf of soup? <laughs> Oh. That's what I've always wanted to know. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check us out anywhere. You know, uh, we are on YouTube. We are on Twitch. We're working on getting on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We just okay. haven't set up our Anchor account yet. Um, but we're working on that. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook, you know. And the music chat will come back to... Oh like four a week instead of once a month <laughs> i do collaborate on twitch guys twitch i noticed you said something about it earlier that is the whole new big thing for the media outlets and getting more coverage so 
I'm just not on there yet, so fuck them till I get on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I said the same thing about TikTok, and now I have a TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Don, you're not on TikTok. Are you on t- you're not on TikTok, Don. I um, like I'll watch on TikTok. I'll watch TikTok. I'll 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 cut a piece of this out and I'll put it on TikTok. I always it'll be like probably Saturday when I'm yeah, at home being bored on my yeah. phone. I'll put it out I, mean, that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not very good at TikTok, but I have one. So I mean it, it counts for something, right? I don't yeah, absolutely do anything. Does. I just watch the videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I wa- I watch this guy who's like been feeding his pet seagull for like the past like one hundred days or whatever. I'm just oh like, God. oh, I watched it. I watched the dumbest crap on that. I watched guys get ping pong balls and try to make them in cups. I'll sit there watch like thirty minutes. I'm like, what? Why am I watching this? They yeah, like three thousand right? viewers. Like, what? Oh, shut up, Sebastian. You know your pride. Just sit for beer pong. <laughs> oh no! I, it's, I, I mean, it's not even entertaining. It's like watching the fishing channel. I don't. I, I don't watch it. But if I happen to come across it and it's on, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't even right. like it. But I'll, right. I'll watch exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. That's how TikTok is. Like, if I yeah. see the video, like I'm gonna watch it. Like, I'm not just gonna turn it off. Like, I'm already here. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Look and. Anyone that's watching this on on Friday, um, you can go to 570press.com, I believe is the website. Super easy, easy to find. And you guys have merchandise on. You guys have some cool merch on there that you're selling. You can read up all about Alana, how she started. It's pretty much all the questions I asked I got from your website. So that, that's, that's why I did my research. So you can go on there and read, uh, listen to this and then read that. And literally just go through and you can see all the different bands, the press releases that she's put out there, the interviews she's done, the reviews she's done. And that's just absolutely amazing that you're young and you're starting this. And the future, what do you think the future holds um, for 570 Press and what do you wish? Um, I hope that one day I just make enough money that I can give back to all the people who have supported me along awesome. the way. Um, I hope to maybe one day be like a national magazine. But that'd be cool. Man, yeah. Um, but otherwise, you know, I, I just want to make enough money to give back to, you know, my parents and my mom's boyfriend and, you know, all my friends who were like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'll go to the show with you when I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> especially my angel best friend who was the one that I was at the store with looking at the animal tractors and I rushed home and I was like, we have to go right now. Put down whatever you're buying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is so cool. And, uh, you know, thanks for answering that because I don't even think that last question was a full sentence. I think I kind of stopped that way. It's good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. Um, we also have a second merch line. It is 570press.bigcartel.com. You can check that out. We have some summer merch. We will be dropping some winter merch pretty soon. I'm excited for the fall. Um, no uh, no spoilers, but it's very 2010 of me. So <laughs> if you were into the 2010 death course scene, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, Don Southern Flood, Don McIntyre. I like saying it like that. Southern Flood, Don McIntyre, <laughs> and a lot of Weaver with Five Seven O Press. Thank you both for uh, joining. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. I want everyone to go to www.theloudspot.net. Check out all our video. Go to our YouTube page. Please subscribe to the channel. I would love it. Also, if you have Apple, Spotify, 
do what? Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button, like button. Leave a comment. If you think I'm stupid to say you're an idiot, I don't care. <laughs> say whatever you want to say. And then, like, if we're on iHeartRadio, we're on fucking everything. I think we're on Deezer. I don't even know. Dude. We're on, like, fucking whatever. We're not on Twitch, though. We're not on Twitch. Not yet. <laughs> not yet, but we are on TikTok. All right. All right. That's all I got. You ladies stay right there. Peace out. Rock on. And let's later. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A big post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.